This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Today's episode is brought to you by a new sponsor, Harry's. For guys like you that want a great shave experience for a fraction of what you're paying now, go to harrys.com and get $5 off your first purchase by entering the code LISA when you check out. That's harrys.com and enter the promo code LISA. Well, if you're a fan of quick and dirty tips, I'm sure you'll agree that less is more. I used to think that writing was a lost art, but it's really not so. Think about all the communicating you do via email and text and social media. I think more than ever, we have an audience of readers. And readers have short attention spans. And when it comes to words, again, less really is more. Fewer words have more impact. So today I'd like to talk about some common ways we communicate in writing and how to keep it short and sweet. So I admit it, I sometimes get impatient when I get a long email. And it's not because I'm in a hurry. It's just that I prefer that writers write very clearly and concisely. And one way I think to make that message stand out is to not overwhelm the recipient with a lot of information. So just start with a quick greeting or a short introduction, maybe the first sentence, and maybe no introduction if you know the person really well. Then in the body of the email, jump right into your main question or your main point. Don't make them wait till later on in the email. Do it right away. Make sure you always visually separate your ideas with space or bullet points. One giant paragraph can really be exhausting. And if you have more than one idea, you might even consider just sending a separate email. If it's a short email, you can just end with a quick thanks. But if it's more than a single paragraph, consider reiterating your main request again at the end. And of course, use bolding and liberal spacing to make it very easy on the eyes. And I had a very popular episode. It was called 10 Ways to Annoy Your Colleagues with Email. There's more do's and don'ts in that particular episode as well. But now I'd like to move on to newsletters and websites. Again, liberal spacing, bolded headlines, and using only one or two fonts is the way that you'll get noticed. A website will appeal to somebody if it's cohesive and has less visual clutter. You can make the information more impactful with simple words, repeating phrases, and attractive images. And the call to action should be a short headline or a one-word attention grabber even. You want your readers to stop and take notice of the information, so make an impression by making it cleaner and more manageable for the reader. Think about road signs and safety signs that you see everywhere. You notice the single word caution. Now imagine if that word caution were mixed in with other words or other fonts, it would get lost. And most people don't have time to look through a wordy sign to try to find what the main point is. So highlight on your website one word, bold graphics, attention grabbing, and that will accomplish the mission. So what about voicemail? How do you handle that? Well, there's a reason that Ellen DeGeneres sometimes plays her mother's and other viewers' long rambling voicemails on her show. Because, of course, it sounds silly. It's hard to follow someone's train of thought if they're long-winded and jump from subject to subject. So when you're leaving a message for someone, treat it like an email using the tips I just talked about. Keep it short. Keep it bulleted. All you need is a very simple greeting. Get your points quickly and leave your name and phone number at the beginning and at the end. And if you're leaving a message for a work colleague, I consider even perhaps jotting down a little quick outline before you make the call. That way you'll come across as professional and capable. 
I think it's important to leave enough detail so they can act on your voicemail, but not so much detail that they might forget to address one or two of your points. So be short, be polite, be clear. Even when it comes to public speaking, I think that often people still provide data dumps. They still want to give every bit of knowledge that they have in their head and still haven't recognized that the fewer the messages, the better. And I believe that the rule of three is incredibly effective for public speaking. So try to limit your important ideas to three or organize it around three so that people can remember the points that you've got. And on an even more basic level, remember that you want to have a beginning, a middle, and an end to your presentation, that basic rule of three. Recently, I've been talking about catchphrases in a presentation, and I think having a short catchphrase is also helpful for memory. Again, short, quick, simple, that's what people will remember. So does this also apply to interviews and Q&A sessions? Absolutely. Have you ever watched the president in a press conference? When it's time to take questions from reporters, sometimes questions are missed or unanswered. And usually it's the question that was presented in multiple parts. It's hard to remember so many questions thrown in at once. So framing the question in multiple parts, it gives the interviewee the chance to pick and choose which question is more desirable to answer. So that leaves the reporter and the audience, of course, hanging. So just remember, as in the case of email and voicemails, Ask and answer questions one at a time and very simply. By the way, I've done two episodes on how to prepare and deliver for media interviews. So if you're interested in that, you can check those out as well. So what if the tables are turned and you're the one that's being interviewed? Follow the rules of public speaking that I just talked about and stick to your topic and repeat if necessary. And most importantly, be direct. I recognize that today's message is a simple message. Keep it short and sweet. But I think it's a message that we all need to be reminded of, both in our verbal and written communication. Everyone values his or her time, and your recipient will be more responsive if you show that you understand that time is precious. So decide the ideas that you really need to get across, which are filler, which are fluff, and just present the bottom line. What's the bottom line today? You'll get much more done when you're clear, concise, and compelling. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. If you'd like even more success in your life, I invite you to read my latest book, Smart Talk, and listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk, Inspiring Conversations with Exceptional People. Today's episode is sponsored by a new sponsor, Harry's. And I love the story behind Harry's. I'm not sure you've heard of the story yet. Andy, who's one of the partners, went to a drugstore and he waited about 10 minutes for someone to unlock the case where the razors were. He bought a four-pack of blades and some shaving cream. And he said that it wasn't the best purchase experience they'd ever had. And he walked out, looked into his bag, and the receipt was for over $25. And the products and brands really didn't speak to him as a customer. And he thought there had to be a better way. So that's why he created Harry's. And Harry's is less than two years old. They're already disrupting the shaving industry by offering a better shaving experience at a better value than the giants like Schick and Gillette. Uh, The company makes amazing German-engineered blades, and they care so much about the quality of the shave that they purchased a 93-year-old German factory that makes them for them. It's very clear to me that this company emphasizes great design, meticulous craftsmanship, amazing value, and highly personal and dedicated customer service. 
A few weeks ago, Harry sent my husband and I a kit was shipped directly to our front door, and there was a bunch of cool stuff in the kit. A razor handle looked and really felt great. Even the box looked great. The razor blades are really sharp, really, really close shave, and there was a choice of either shave cream or a foaming shave gel. My husband used the cream, and he said it was great that he just used a little bit, and it really had a great lather. But he also liked the aftershave lotion. He said that it was the scent was really nice, and it was soothing and non-alcoholic, so it didn't burn him at all. And the price is really great. Harry's costs about half of what other razors cost. So for a clean, close, comfortable shave, go to harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the promo code LISA to get $5 off your first purchase. That's harrys.com. Use the promo code LISA. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>